0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Jim, the keys bartender. How are you today? Uh, send a shout out to Sean. Thank you for the email. Uh, very, very nice. You one of the longest time listeners. I appreciate it, and uh, I'd like to thank uh, Debbie, Lisa, Tom, Bob. Uh, I know there's more people. I just didn't want to leave you out. The people that send the emails, they do appreciate that. Well, it is beautiful in the Keys right now, weather-wise. It seemed a little humid today, uh, but you can get your weather. You know, you can get weather from all sources nowadays. You can find out exactly what the temperatures like in the Keys. But just tell you, uh, just to tell you from my observation, it's nice. A little humid, but you know, can't always be perfect. But it was. A wonderful day. My wife and I had gone up to Miami. She had a doctor's appointment and we decided to go up there together uh, driving up and on the way back stopping at some car dealerships to look at some EV models, electric vehicles. And I'll talk about that a little later. So with this being you've heard in the previous episodes it is kind of an off season, but it's kind of an on season a little because of the horrible destruction in southwestern part of their state around Naples and Sanibel Island and Fort Myers area. Uh, We're sending our best wishes to them. And if you'd like to donate, please donate to uh, the proper charities. When I say property, you know the charities. Do a little research. You know, a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of worthy ones out there. So with that... Destruction in the, southwestern part, of the United, uh, southwestern part of Florida, we get a little, I guess, a li- little redirection from that, where people are coming, you know, not going to Fort Myers, spending more time in. Or I, th- I guess when people head to that area, a lot of times people go automatically go to Orlando and then they go to Fort Myers. But if there's no place to go there, they can head down here. And that could be an extra you know, whatever, a couple percentage points, more people, it's probably their off-season too. But they're going to have a long time getting used to it. But this time of year, we're used to dealing with, at least in the restaurant and bar industry, uh, the locals come out, and then we start getting the snowbirds start coming in. And there's just a different characteristic with drinks with that stuff. You kind of tell that. You know, normally you get the... In season, we have rum punches, margaritas, pina coladas, mojitos. uh, All the people that ask for the drink menu. I don't know. I always take it like an ego hit when someone asks for a drink menu. I said, just tell me what kind of drink you like. What do you want? You know, I I always have that kind of duality with the drink menu. It's good to have a drink menu, but... Really, you know, if you have a bartender, you get a chance to drink things for people at the table. Don't know how to make up their mind. When You're at the bar and say, hey, listen, I like this. I like strawberry and I like vodka. Right. Or I like Skittles and I drink tequila. Now, that would be a hard combination to make. But, you know, if you tell a bartender that a bartender is worth anything, will you know work with you. They say, "Well, it's obviously you like sweets, and you like the party because you want to kill. No, I mean you—you you give them a taste profile you like, and we start thinking about you know we start thinking about what we like. Oh, I like grapefruit. I like vodka. Well, I got vodka grapefruit. I got grapefruit flavored vodka. All these things, we can do that. But that's tourist, right? Now the locals. You know, usually when you're a regular, yeah, they have they have their drinks. There's a couple people that maybe switch around between three type of drinks. You know, drink a a beer, a um, a whiskey, or different types of beer. Usually, it's two things. So you always know, two different drinks people have. Sometimes when tonight I'm drinking wine. Tonight, I'm drinking vodka. Whatever. That's what he you, you, always in, you know, in, in that order. And it's usually simple things. People don't get all worked up. Now, every so often, I get people that just drink Cosmos. Drink Cosmos, that they drink vodka with club soda. But that's the locals. That's the local Locals drink what they drink at home. And that, yeah, and there are locals down here that come in regularly that drink mojito, they'll drink a mojito. You don't get a lot of, you know, people don't drink mojitos every day. Maybe in Miami they do. But that's a tourist drink. But there's a couple that comes in and one doesn't like theirs too sweet and the other likes it regular. So they always order it that way. We, they want one that's not too sweet and one that's kind of regular. And it's really easy to figure out. you am going to say, you know, you put the normal amount of, your sweetener into your mojito, your simple syrup, and the other one you put half as much in. And then you just got to remember which is which. But that's how I gauge it. Say, oh, there weren't a lot of tourists here tonight. I I don't have to look at everyone. But I do know from working down here in the Keys about I there's several several things. There's people if they don't always sit at the bar, I'm not going to know right away if they're tourists or but generally they know what they're ordering. They don't ask about mahi. They don't ask because on our board inside a restaurant, we have these big chalkboards. And you may have seen a picture if you follow me on social media. We post our specials on these chalkboards. And one of them says, Dolphin. You know, we serve Dolphin. We have Dolphin here. And that I think that's by design. To get people that aren't familiar with it to ask the question. Because we you actually serve Dolphin. And, you know, we automatically you kind of read what they're laying down. You say, hey, yeah, we do serve dolphin, but we're talking about a fish. It has gills. It's not a mammal. It's not an air breather. It's a water breather. And some people don't even get it. It's not flipper. You know, you're not going to train it to jump through a hoop. I I don't know if you can, me, I don't know if you can train, train fish to do do things, I mean fish. I'm not talking about mammals. That's where people say, well, killer whales can do it. Well, killer whale, once again. Killer whales are more members of the porpoise dolphin family than they are in the whale family. I mean, you may or may not have known that. So when those drinks are coming in, you know, I get the vodka against domestic beer, the... the um, Craft beer, draft um, wine, martinis, old fashions, Manhattans, a couple flavor martinis. That's a locals kind of drink thing. But when I start seeing margaritas and pina coladas and frozen rum runners, that's, that's tourist. Rum punches, rum punches, just a bunch of different things. But hopefully, you know, you can't just throw willy-nilly something into a rum and then make a good drink out of it, you gotta just got to mix it right. You can't put too much sour fruit into it. You don't want to put too much of a a strong-tasting rum so it's overpowering. You don't need one rum. That's not a rum punch, one one rum. It's a rum drink when you make it one rum. Rum punch is different, different rums. So that's what we do. And during the week last week, we had these weird days. It's just a, some days busy. Some days not so busy. We, uh, we go through that this time of year. Uh, when we get closer to season, we'll have more steady business. We'll have uh, where, uh, depending, depending on the amount of tourists in town, we'll, we'll be busy or not. And uh, that'll start at the end of this month. And then it'll dip down again through Thanksgiving. We'll have a big... My Wednesday at work is usually a pretty good night. Wednesday, like I said, Wednesday before Thanksgiving is one of the biggest bar nights of the year. And, um, you know, speaking of tourists and stuff like that, the one thing I always feel amazed is that when British and German people come in and the ones that drink beer come to the United States, they are or they gravitate towards Budweiser. They gravitate towards Budweiser. They think that's American style beer. And, you know, I guess years ago it was. You know, American beer, Coors, Miller Light, And I don't know, when you go overseas, they have more nuanced beers, little stronger tasting beers. The beers aren't necessarily stronger. People always think that Budweiser isn't strong For what it is, and uh, for what it is, Budweiser compares against other beers the same amount of alcohol, like Canon and things like that. It's IPAs when you you start getting these fortified beers that have alcohol content that, you know, you start getting. Oh, and another thing, Scandinavians love tequila. They love tequila, Scandinavians. They just drink tequila. They'll do tequila shots. It's just, just one of those things. When I was over in Poland, they just drank vodka like fish. And speaking of fish, well, let me pause now. Let me do a quick pause and give you a little rundown. I'd like to thank our, the sponsor of the Key Largo, the Keys, the Keys Bartender Show podcast, Key Largo Chocolates. And it's a favorite destination for locals and vacationers, with locations in Key Largo and Isle Mirada at uh, 10470 Overseas Highway in Key Largo and 81933 Overseas Highway in Isle Mirada. These are two great locations. You go there, you will find an assortment of it's also Key Largo chocolate and ice cream. They have several different names, but their website. It's, it's Key Largo Chocolates and if you go to their website it's www.keylargochocolates but I'll be referring it to also every so often as Key Largo Chocolate and Ice Cream because they have ice cream 36 small batch ice creams and sorbets or sorbetos as they like to put it I tell Rich, one of the uh, owners his husband and wife, Rich and Brana you know, people get it they get it, you're trying to be classy because you're a real classy guy I'm just kidding. He is a classy guy. What am I saying? But besides all those things, they have truffles, fudge, cookies, all sorts of different And In the fudge, you'll have a key lime fudge. They have a, a, a very world renowned key lime pie and a key lime pie, frozen key lime pie bar. And you go there, and they got a lot of nice little collections and things like that of, of things you can purchase. You should check out their website. Once, I, w- once again, I'll say www.keylargochocolates.com. And you can see all their wares and you can see all the uh, services they offer because they also can cater events. I could do dessert um, things. I don't even get involved for that. What, what they would do, I guess I'd have to talk to Rich and Brana about that. And we will do a show from their place and i'd like to thank them for sponsoring this show okay we're back i did mention because the, when i said fish i was talking about fish and recently you know my my pastime is i'm a fisher of catfish when you say catfish or catfisher Catfisher, not Fisher, F-I-S-S-U-R-E, Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R, Fisher, like fishermen. So I'm a fisher of fisher people that catfish people. And catfishing is when you're using a bogus identity. It could be a real or could be your identity. And the, the, the fake identity, you're pretending to be someone else. They have a couple of pictures, social media phenomenon if you really want to know it's really hard to to for certain people in certain positions because they're so desperately lonely and they want attention that when you see a social media account and it's a beautiful or handsome uh, in this case for people my age uh, a beautiful young woman or i guess they moved they went to middle-aged women because they see that i'm you know they get they get the feeling they have different accounts now but they used to use just beautiful women put a couple pictures up uh, set up a social media account uh, acquire some friends and things like that they'll friend a lot of people in the demographic they want to bomb okay they want to bomb a lot of people they're looking so they'll be looking for let's say, guys from that aren't very, let's say, social, some introverted people, people that don't get out much. Uh, obviously, they're not going to try to, you, you you don't have a beautiful woman that's not going to be uh, hitting up a social media account for some lifeguard in Miami who already has 20 girlfriends. What's he spending time online doing it? These are for people that are kind of introverts that don't have much of a personal life and don't have many, let's say, associations with women. And they're, they're very eager to make the acquaintance, even if it is online and the person purports to be halfway around the world. They will grasp at straws for that attention from that person and not question the likelihood of why would this 28 or 25 year old woman who is looks like an instagram model be sending a message to a 68 year old man i'm not 68 but i'm just saying sent for instance and start saying you know things like hello how are you handle? and then they'll start talking about how they like older men that's one of the things. And they try to do it. Or younger men. It could be like. Or heavier men. If some guy. Let's say you have a, like a 20. You know. Sp- someone purports. Whatever age. They'll, they'll start asking questions. What they do is just say hello. To a lot of people. They'll drop a message to you. Uh, I guess nowadays. I don't know if they do it on Facebook as often. But let's say Twitter. Or Instagram. Because that demographic is getting old. And there's still plenty of older people on Instagram. There are tons, And guys get on and look at pictures and things like that. So they'll message them, get hello, and start talking to you. So if the pictures are the girl and she's like 28 years old, she's not going to have to. I mean, the picture's a girl that looks like she's in her early 20s. She's not going to say she's 35. But if they have a question, if it's like a, a picture of someone that could be older, they'll purportedly boost their age up older. Like if someone's, you can see a guy who's introverted and kind of heavy, and say, like they'll say something, oh, I like heavier guys. If it's a black woman, I like white guys. Or if it's a white woman, I like black guys. And, and things like that. And they'll talk to them and they'll talk to them. Now, I never got into the deep one conversation because this is what I do. I don't understand where if I have an Instagram account and it says Keys Bartender on Instagram or Twitter, or, you know, I can understand if they get my personal one, Jim Horan on Facebook, but the Keys Bartender, because if you read underneath it, it says host of the podcast Keys Bartender. So obviously, that account goes to that podcast so it's not about i didn't create a podcast so i would be solicited by uh, when i'm going further about whether they're women or not because i don't think a lot of them aren't are women aren't women or aren't the women they purport to be what they are is a group of people someplace and it's like a factory and they could put up like a you know, 100, 200 new accounts. And they got to go with new accounts because eventually they get rid of the accounts because you see their dummy accounts. And Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter flags them and kicks them off. So they create new accounts and try to say hello to as many people as possible, try to get a response. And then once they get further into the response, they'll switch to somebody. And he always asks you the question like, even though all the information... That, let's say, on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram has answered all those questions. Where you're from, what you do, how old you are, you know, whether you're married or not. Because a lot of them, I guess, they're pretending not to be married. I don't do that because that's not part of my MO. I mean, if you were... If you were a popular person, popular in an area, let's say here, area, well-known, and I'm not saying I am, but there's a lot of people. A lot of people, we're a smaller town and stuff, a lot of them on Facebook and stuff like that. And you, if you're, if you, if you set up, you can set up a dummy account probably, I'm teaching this. You can set up a dummy account you only have access to, and you don't use your name. Yeah, there may be a possibility no one knows it, and you can't really use pictures that look exactly like you and exactly where you live but most people do use exactly where they live and not necessarily exactly how they look because you're always putting your best picture on there so i i i i am not the case i don't always put my best picture on because i know people are going to see me eventually so i don't really i don't i don't use filters for that it's not because i don't want to look better it's because I have knowledge of future, of the future. And things are going to happen in the future. And people are going to see me. So I'm not going to do the, you know, out of focus thing. Just like Barbara Walters. Every time Barbara Walters, I don't know if she's still on television. She shows on television. I think she's still alive. Maybe she isn't. But up until a couple of years ago when she on, every time she'd show up, they kind of do the Vaseline on the lens. Makes it Cloudy hide the wrinkles and the age and stuff like that so yeah I don't, I don't use filters but I get these solicitations and it's always like that. one of them I, I got this woman who was older and I was surprised and I go oh this is getting smarter a catfish where the person's in their mid 40s and they asked me how old it was and I said 58 she goes oh I'm 56 and I go well this is advanced and I'm thinking, oh, well, when are they going to hand me off? When I say hand off, when you get in a conversation with someone, I believe there's a handoff, And the handoff goes to a closer. Someone that knows how to handle the conversation, how to work it into, how to get the person reeled in. So if you're going to reel them into a romantic relationship, they know what to say there. And then they start soliciting money to come over or something like that. They're poor and they need to feed their family or something like that. Whatever they do. Or they do a thing where they get pictures sent back and forth. And they send you a picture and then you send them a picture that's kind of revealing. Now, once you do something like that, that makes you vulnerable to blackmail. Also, you can make yourself vulnerable by giving too much information. Like, if you send someone information, if you want to send someone, like an older person, may if they're sending like a a, a bank uh, transfer, they're giving account information only. You don't give account information. Sometimes your phone and email address is too much. But since I'm a keys bartender, my phone number and things out there, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be extra careful. I try to be extra careful, but luckily my I have lookouts on my account and stuff like that, so. When say of lookouts, I have, look so I have a, alerts on my account. So this particular person I'm talking about said they were 46, and they said they we're uh, a reasonably attractive woman, right? Actually, in one that was I'm, I was used to being around, so I didn't think it was weird. But they, they go and say, Where do you live? And I said, I live in Florida. Uh, in the Florida Keys. And she goes, Oh. Me too. I live in the USA, and I'm like, oh wow, yeah, USA. We must be right next to each other. USA there's 340 million people in the USA. What the fuck do you mean by that? I could be in this corner, you could be up in uh, Juneau, Alaska, the opposite corner. You know, extra, extra, you know, on the other side of Canada. So, but they go back and forth. I'm thinking, wow, this is really ornate person. They're not from, and, and they're not, and I said, okay, well, I'm pretty much, I didn't ask any question. And they said, well, listen, oh, what are you here for? And they go, wait, I already told you that. I mean, you didn't hear this. When people tell you, I'm, I'm not used to people contacting me directly, this is what I say to them because this is an account for my podcast where I try to increase listenership. An engagement for my listeners, and they'll go, "Oh, okay. Well, how old are you?" <laughs> like that. I said, "Didn't I just tell you that?" And then, and then I go, "So I'm married down in Key Largo, and happily married." And they say, "Well, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for, I'm looking for a long-term, serious relationship." I go, "Well, I just told you what I'm here for." And I don't understand, if you want a relationship, how you would get in a relationship when a person doesn't even tell you what part of the United States they live in. Now, what got me with this one particular person, they showed a picture of a guy the next day after talking. A guy who's uh, naked in front of a mirror who took a selfie of himself. And he's showing his little uh, well, I don't understand why we do it. He's you know little gut going on there, hiding you know uh, over his uh, his, gherkin, his his little little wee wee, his dick. He's taking a picture and send it to her. I mean, it's like I don't get that stuff. I don't get that stuff where someone sends a photo to someone who, if your name is not tattooed on, if their name is not tattooed on shirts, or your name's not tattooed tattooed on above their heart do not send them a picture i mean you're gonna have to if if you would not tattoo their full name on your body there's one you shouldn't you shouldn't do that okay you shouldn't do that but let's say if you do if you wouldn't do that you shouldn't send a picture you shouldn't because you can always hide the tattoo The picture is that person's possession from now on. So I saw that and I go, wow. I brought the real. I said, this is a real person. And then she has uh, uh, in front of someone's house with her middle finger raised, just the middle finger. I assume it's her middle finger. And I go, oh, this is a real person. This is not a catfish thing. This person is looking. So I disengaged right away. I know there's nothing to do. I know uh, that once I started messing around with a regular person, I'm just you know, causing it, you know, person might have some issues. Might have. I'm not saying they have issues, but they might have an issue and they're a real person, I'm not gonna mess around with them. And I'm not gonna be going in there, you know, to I, I normally I'm doing it because I say, well, I don't feel bad about stringing along these catfishers, and that's what they're called catfishers, because you're they're just trying to hook in, bring in, get some kind of financial gain, either you know getting into people's dark sides, getting gifts, uh, you know gift card numbers, whatever. Um, every so often it's probably a, a romance in there and stuff like that. And I told you about they always follow the similar M O. They have a. I think some of them have like a romantic uh, department where they're going to say, "Well, we'll just get you on with a lady." We'll get we'll get them on with a lady, and the lady will be similar to that. Maybe it is that person. Maybe it is that person. Most likely isn't, but it's someone that could be, with decent amount of English, or it could be someone they start talking like every so often when I sh- and when I, all of them I don't engage in the romantic give and take. I, I just start talking about business and stuff like that, meaning my podcast and stuff about listening. And they never, no one ever says, oh, I'm going to take, I'm going to go and listen to it. I'm no no one, these catfishers, among these catfishers, have it. Now, the real person may have, and I apologize for that. I did not say their name. I uh, They may understand why I'm reluctant because first of all I'm not looking for a serious relationship so that's why I disengaged it was a real person looking for a serious relationship and they were really angry at the last person it looks like. I hope it's the last person. I hope it's not some someone like three, four times before. So but I I never I never really understand how people could view themselves you know, be aware of themselves how you do it. I, I know I look different to myself than I look to other people. I went and got my hair cut last week and this older Cuban lady said I look like this particular actor. I'm not going to say it is who it is because if I did, then people say, "Hey, yeah, you do look like that. Because I get it every so often. And I've been told to look like six different people, maybe seven. Seven different people. you great. That... Uh, only one of uh, one of them is dead right now, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But I know what I kind of look like. I know. I know I'm in in the range. I know what kind of presentation I give. But I don't. You don't know exactly how you do come off. You have you have an impression of yourself, and other people have an impression of you who you are. But with these catfishers, what I do. Is once they start talking to me, I go to their profile and I look at all their comments and friends that they friended. And one particular person who was going back and forth, I'm looking at it, and there's all guys at least as old as I am, some of them, some younger, most of them in different. I wouldn't say they were in shape, but they were certainly shapes. There were different shapes. Different uh, sets of facial hair. Doesn't look like a lot of them do regular grooming. If you have an ungroomed picture of you as your profile, and you didn't pick up like your your wedding photo from 20 years ago where you went to a wedding at one time, then you are making serious effort. I mean, there, there are people saying, this this is the good picture. This is the good picture someone put up of themselves. If someone posts that picture, and go oh yeah, that's a good one. I got most of my teeth I'm in. Most of your teeth, I meant to say, but teeth, I mean, that's why they say because I'm missing teeth. And, oh, my hair, my hair is, I washed it a week before. So it was looking pretty good. And uh, only got eight empty beer bottles on my table. With a full ashtray. No, but I see all these pictures and I see all these different guys and I'm thinking, am I in that group? Is that me? Is that what they saw when they were going through the profile? So they they see actually on my The ones where I get the most feedback is one that Keys Bartender is in an outline. And it says, Keys Bartender Podcast, life is seen through a shot glass. Now, I don't know what that says that someone would say, oh, well, this looks like a lonely old man. And I will pretend to be an Asian industrialist with a health and beauty company in Hong Kong. And all I do now is an influencer taking pictures of me at spas, and I'm I'm pretending to be this catfisher, this beautiful Asian Chinese girl, who's interested, beautiful, right? Who's interested in finding a retired middle-aged person with limited resources, In America. Because that's what she's done with her life. She's worked so hard. To put herself in a position. She's ready to. She had so much success. She's going to attach herself to someone. Who had very little success in life. Now that's not. That's not the way I view myself. But. And and I shouldn't say that. It's kind of mean to say that. About the people. Who they? But it's it's not being pessimistic. It's not being optimistic. It's being realistic. If you're certain, if you're happy with your life, you're not going to be spending time talking to someone supposedly eight thousand miles away, trying to build a relate a romantic relationship, because. There is a romantic relationship out there for most people. But it's outside your door. Probably within 10 miles. Depending how mobile you are. And where you are. Obviously, if you're in Montana, it could be within 200 miles. Here. I always told you my theory about that. When I lived in Philadelphia, I looked around and I just said said to people. This is when I was in my late 20s. When someone would give me a phone number and it was like, Six zero nine uh, area code, and I'm in two one five area code. That was Philadelphia one at the at the time before they added six two six seven. I think it was they added two six seven to two one five, and uh, maybe, uh, but I would say, listen, as I look around and pretend I'm ignoring the Delaware River. Every place I look, within five miles. If I can't find anybody that will suit me and make me happy, I am too demanding and difficult to please. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, it may sound like, it may sound like that, oh, don't you believe in true love and stuff like that? And stuff like, well, if there is, right? What if you meet, does it matter if it's number 10 person you met? on that list, you didn't meet them all. You didn't meet them all. You're never going to meet them all. There could be a woman in Sri Lanka that's perfect for you. But you have number 58 on the list that you met in Hoboken, New Jersey. And you could be very happy the rest of your life. And the thing about idea where people think there's someone better for you out there is like a relationship like working out is work. It's work. It's effort. And it brings his own beauty into it. It's not just about being just being physically attracted, which is important, being psychologically compatible, emotionally compatible, and things like that. But it's the amount of effort you put into a relationship. People appreciate that and the shared history that you have eventually. How you work it out and how you grow together, like a symbiotic relationship between an orchid and a tree. And the reason I brought that out yesterday. My beautiful wife and I went to the Orchid Festival up in, I think it's called, it's Food and Spice Park in in Homestead, in the Redlands. And as you come off into the mainland, out of the Keys, into South Florida, it was about, I don't know how many miles, maybe 10 miles away. Once you get in on the mainland and you go and there's all these beautiful orchids. I know, it's such an old man thing. I'm going to post a picture of it. Maybe I'll post a picture of it on my, um, put it with the show. But it's really, they're really lovely flowers. I think it's a thing I'm getting older. I never thought I'd be talking about an orchid in my life. But they grow. They grow on, they, you can just put some of them. They put them on a tree and you, you barely do anything with them. And a beautiful flower grows every so often. The tree not doing much. The orchid not doing much. But you know what? They work together. Right? Just like a relationship. Take it for what it's worth. That's it for the show today. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Key Largo Chocolates. Once again, you can reach out to them if you have any uh, inkling for their product at www.keylargochocolates.com. I love going there. If you're in town, you go there or you can order from. You got delicious food. And I'd like to thank all my listeners, especially Sean, Debbie, Don, Tammy. Oh, my God. What was that? Gary and Ed. Thank you very much. And I will be back again. I will be back again tomorrow. I'm certain of it. Talk to you later. Bye. That's it.